Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today A few weeks ago, many of us had never heard of the term thruple, but now it seems to be a hot topic of conversation. To help us find out more about what a thruple actually is and if it's a good idea, we're joined by relationship coach Lisa McFarland. Hello, Lisa. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Uh, so I guess this has come to the fore because the Sun have been reporting that the Saturday's pop star, uh, Una Healy, mm-hmm. is in a thruple with boxer David Hay and Shan Osborne. And it's kind of just one of those terms that's been popping up and polyamory, I suppose, is nothing new. But I guess the term thruple seems to be getting a little bit trendy these days. Yeah, you are hearing it a lot. I heard someone on the TV talking about it last week as well. Yeah, we need to educate ourselves about all these things. That's mm. what relationship coaching is about. You know, educating ourselves. Yeah, and that's why we do this. All you need is love segment on our show <laughs> is because there are so many different types of love and not just the traditional ones that we're so familiar with. So and the Dermot yeah. and David Cormac uh, thruple. Cormac, yeah. yeah. I, I hear you're already in a thruple. Yeah, uh, so. Lisa, <laughs> you, usually in the thruple, do, do all parties know about it? Or <laughs> you, you two explain it to me. You know, you're already in a thruple. No, I have absolutely no idea how it works. But well, th- that's a genuine question, though, for example. I mean... Uh, a, th- a thruple, I presume, uh, denotes consent, as in everyone involved is aware of everyone else's involvement. Is that correct? Yeah. Look, relationships are relationships. We have to have good communication. We have to have trust and we need to feel safe. Yeah. So in all relationships and when there are more people in a relationship than would be traditionally thought of. And I remember traditionally who decided that these that monogamy and, you know, just two people in a relationship who decided that that was what should be I mean it wasn't very many years ago uh, our own Oscar Wilde was being punished for his sexuality who decided these things so I think we have to look at our core beliefs around who decided what relationships would look like in yeah, ter- yeah. Uh, in terms of the <coughs> sexual nature of a throuple is it standard or are there different versions or you know how, how does that work I think for each throuple, it's probably different, just like each or each traditional couple. Mm. Um, the sex intimacy is different and you could talk to one couple and they are having sex five times a week and you could talk to another couple and they're having sex once a month, you know. So, but again, it's communication, it's respect, it's caring for all three people in the relationship. Yeah. And so then, you know... Uh, there be disadvantages and advantages on paper to these kinds of things. And obviously every relationship in itself, you know, is uh-huh. individual, has its own uh, dynamic and everything. But in a very general sense, um, are there positives and, and kind of, you know, obvious advantages to having three people rather than two? Possibly, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> um, and there can be more difficulties as well because it's it's more people in the relationship. So more feelings to look after, more communication. So pros and cons. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just trying to I would coach. I would coach couples sometimes who have been in a monogamous relationship but want to um, maybe open up their relationship uh, and bring someone else in. Uh, and we have to just be really careful that we have a really good foundation there. You know, things like, do we know what each other's love language is? Do we know what each other's argument style is? Do we know what each other's attachment style is? These are things that people need to educate themselves on. That's my my job to make this a normal thing. Here's the thing. 
we don't get any education on how to do relationships. Bring me something that we don't get any education on. There's every, we get education on everything. We get mm. information on everything. We get you go to IKEA, you get a, a encyclopedia of how to make a drawer set, you know. And um, but when it comes to relationships, we don't have any education on how to do them. And then worse than that, when we do reach out for help, we are um, there's t- tons of shame and guilt dumped on top of us for asking for help when it comes to relationships. So we need to get past all that. Whatever the couple, throuple, whatever it is, whatever mm. it is. When you have a couple, like you mentioned, who come in and want to open up their relationship, do you find mm-hmm. that the danger in that circumstance is that maybe one person is more interested in that than the other? Yes, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes both. It, sometimes it's totally even, sometimes. And again, when you're in a couple um, and you're when you're going to open your relationship, we must go at each other's pace. Sometimes we have to go a little bit slower because our person needs a minute to catch up. And sometimes, yep, we're on this. This is great. This is all working well. And then maybe we just have to do a little bit of, um, you know, build a little bit more confidence and that sort of thing within within the couple. So it's about loving each other, respecting each other's needs, and moving together, moving towards it, moving towards the event together yeah Mm. and um is jealousy uh, (laughs) something that needs to be i suppose spoken about communicated about but also policed within something like a a three-way relationship like this yeah again that comes down to the communication you know um jealousy is something that we have to look at within ourselves so why are we jealous what's coming up for us that's making us jealous where is this you know why is this happening we talk in my world about monogamish <laughs> so there's, a, right. there's a great guy called Dan Savage who reports for um, the New York Times and he talks about monogamish because lots of relationships have lots of relationships have sort of different rules let's say for the want of a better word you know we might have relationships where uh, one person gets very possessive if their other person, uh, if the person even looks at someone in a bar or maybe stands and chats to a girl at a bar for 10 minutes. Other people don't care about that at all. We might have relationships where it's okay to kiss someone else or go to a certain stage with someone else, but you're still monogamous. Yeah. Mm. So we have to talk about all these things. We have to talk. We have to communicate. We have to give each other a safe place to land when we want to really push into these areas within our relationship. And even without pushing into less traditional areas, Mm -hmm. your own relationship with your significant significant other requires Mm -hmm. work. Like it isn't, Mm -hmm. it's not just a, uh, let's get into a a stasis and go, right, that's it now for the rest of our lives. Like, you know, you do have to make efforts and communicate and talk Mm -hmm. about things you don't necessarily want to talk about uh, Mm -hmm. in order to get through these things. Yeah. My best advice, do your love language test. Have you guys done your love language test? Oh, Dermot and I are always love languaging each other. (laughs) We can basically know what each other's thinking at the moment, you know, after 20 years on radio with a glance, we can communicate. What do you mean by love language then? It's a free, it's a free test. You just go online and you just put in free five love language tests. So there, there's a gentleman who's made this little quiz. It's just very helpful. It's just a tool that we use in my world. So the love languages are time, touch, words of affirmation, acts of service and gifts. And what we tend to do is we speak love to our significant other, how we actually want to receive love. Mm. So we need to remember to speak love to our significant other 
the way they want to receive it. Uh-huh. So, for example, um, Dermot, yours could be words of affirmation, but your significant others could be time. So maybe you're like, why do they always want to hang out with me, for goodness sake? I feel <laughs> smothered. I feel smothered, for goodness sake. And um, Would you ever clear off? But it's not. It's that they want your time. Right. So different love so language, once, yeah. Yeah, so once we know this, it just makes life so much easier. We also need to know what our attachment style is. Obviously, if we can be more secure, the better. I would recommend being very secure attachment style if you're going to be in a throuple. But then when we're in conflict, we can um, almost default to either anxious or avoidant. So I was a huffer for 25 years of my relationship. So like stonewalling, huffing, that was my go-to defense mechanism argument style. And it wasn't until we went on our journey and our therapist said, yeah, you you just can't do that. (laughs) Like you're a grown-up now, we just don't do that. I then huffed with her for telling me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) But you grew when you learned. It was my husband's favorite session. He was just uh, like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I've See, been right. I, I will pay you double for this session. <laughs> That's well, really interesting stuff, Lisa. You can follow Lisa and uh, check out all the good work she's doing. Relationship.coaching.ni uh, on Instagram. You can find her there. And uh, yeah, that uh, love language test sounds very interesting. And Lisa, somebody yeah. says, I'd like to be in a throuple just to have someone to help mind the kids. So <laughs> exactly. there, there's a lot exactly. of advantages. Right. Or, uh, or I heard someone say, in the throuple, it's three people paying the rent at least. <laughs> yes, yeah. three people doing the dishwasher. There's so many advantages. Exactly. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Have a lovely day. Thank you, guys. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.